Hello and welcome to the world of Pokemon. My name is Nick, but these guys call me their game master. And you're okay, listening hey, to. Nick, 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 um, I, yes. I, want, I, want, I want to try something. I've been working on hypnotism as of late. Um, here, uh, here, look into the camera and, and, and watch the fidget spinner. See the fidget spinner? Actually, no, your screen's been frozen for the past five minutes. <laughs> okay, well, nevertheless, you're getting sleepy. You're, you're getting very sleepy. It was rather late. Uh, uh, at, at the count of three, I'm going I'm to count backwards from three, and when I'm done... You're gonna turn over game master responsibilities to me. Oh, you wanna run a game right now? Like a one-off? Three, so that's interesting. No, get, two, two, doesn't really worked on me. If you really wanna do this, you can one. just ask. Okay. Congratulations, you have done it. You have taken over game mastering from me. Haha, <laughs> I knew it would work. Perfect. <laughs> right. Hello and welcome to the world of Pokemon. I'm your game master, Paul, and uh, today, folks, we have a special treat for you. We have uh, put together a special spooky episode for you, uh, and I'll let uh, the players introduce you to their brand new characters. I'm Michael, and tonight I will be playing Hiker Georg. Uh, if you picture... Please tell us a bit... Let's say, please tell us a little bit about Hiker Georg. Yes, if you picture the typical big chubby sort of hikers from the video games, that's basically what he looks like. Uh, they all could be his twins. Uh, he's a he's a big guy, very jolly faced, kind of Santa Claus ish. Not as old though. I mean, he's in his thirties. Um, and Hiker Georg. Uh, <laughs> loves ground type Pokemon. Uh, loves climbing around with him, playing with him. Uh, he's just a, a big, friend, friendly ground type Pokemon himself. Awesome, fantastic! I can't wait for our our uh, audience to hear more about uh, Hiker Georg. Oh, is it me next? Or... I think so. Yes. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Hi, I'm Lydia. <laughs> um, I. I play Louisa Elcott, and she's a cheerleader. Woo! <laughs> so obviously the exact same uh, type of person as Liliana. Oh, of uh, course. Exact same personality. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're besties. <laughs> oh yeah, super tight. Um, and her parents are holder, bleh, horticulturists, so she is very much into like grass and bug type Pokemon. Um, and she enjoys learning more and more about Pokemon, but only if they're pretty. By mm -hmm. And so his job as a novelist on the on the side. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she really likes to enter different like pageants and things with them and cheer them on mostly. Um, yeah. Awesome. And then uh, for this surprise. Apparently I was hypnotized into going out of this uh, spooky episode. Um, I will be playing of course. It was a complete surprise. I will be playing as Ezra McClellan, who is a an ace trainer, commander, musician, and mentor. So he's all built around making the best Pokemon for his band that he's putting together. He's putting together a Pokemon band um, for uh, comprised of only the best Pokemon that he can find, which the best for him are specifically the ones that fit the roles of the band. Fantastic. Uh, and also a little bit something special that we're doing is uh, let's go ahead and do this right now, folks. Each of your characters has a tie, a relationship to uh, your counterpart in the main campaign. Would you guys like to discuss that? 
Yes, uh, it was a fine, clear evening, uh, perfect for Pokemon observation out in the woods of the Pokemon, the Pokemon <laughs> woods uh, <laughs> uh, uh, of the Trilithon Sanctuary, and Professor Sneeze was out there on the trail of some Snorlax, uh, of a specific Snorlax. Uh, and it just so happened that as he was going along that trail, it crossed a trail of a golem headed the other way. Uh, and it was at that intersection uh, that uh, Professor Sneeze ran into Hiker Georg following the golem. And uh, they interacted for a little bit, shared some stories, shared some food over a campfire as they were out doing their respective researches. Uh, and became fast friends, more because of Hiker Georg's bubbly personality. Uh, Professor Sneeze was really more interested in just kind of observing the Snorlax on his own a little bit <laughs> as a loner, uh, but Hiker Georg loved having a friend and loved sharing his sausages. <laughs> okay. Um, so for Liliana... Uh, what had happened is she had been walking down some alleys, not like super late at night, but late enough that people probably shouldn't be out. And the ditz Louisa was walking around because she was lost and was trying to find her way back home, but was just kind of hanging out because she thought she was in the safe part of town. Not really. Um, and it was getting dark, so she didn't really like that. And she was getting kind of spooked. And Liliana basically found her, helped her out as much as she didn't really want to. But Louisa kept following her around, so there really wasn't much that she could do. Um, so Liliana helped her find her way back onto main streets. And Louisa gave her some money and just kind of like places to stay for the night at her house. And that's kind of how they know each other. And Liliana doesn't really want to admit that they're quote-unquote, friends. <laughs> <laughs> from Theme from Odd Couple starts playing. <laughs> Alright, and then Ezra is a childhood friend of Charlie's. They grew up um, together around Landsmeet, and they developed a sort of a rivalry with each other, uh, where, as everyone knows, Charlie wants to catch all of the Pokemon, uh, whereas... Uh, Ezra is much more focused on specific Pokemon that he wants to catch. And so they had different ideologies on training Pokemon and catching them and what was the best option. Uh, there was more of a friendly rivalry between the two of them, at least. And uh, after he left to go to the Sinnoh region, which I believe that's where we are, Sinnoh? We are we are in the Sinnoh region, yes. yes. Uh, he begrudgingly promised uh, Charlie that if he found any Pokemon that he didn't want on his team, but he ended up catching them anyways, or didn't want in his band, but he ended up catching them anyways, he would send them along to Charlie. Awesome, fantastic. Well, uh, thank you all for introducing your characters and taking the time to prepare them. Uh, I, I'm really excited about this. So let's, uh, let's go ahead and get started. Are, are you guys ready? Sure. Throw it at us. Your surroundings are speckled with hues of green, uh, green as light occasionally peeks through the heavy foliage. If you hadn't just entered in complete sunlight, you might think that it was nighttime. Your group is in the Eterna Forest, located in the mountainous region of Sinnoh. 
You are a little more than a half day's trek away from Floroma Town, where you had an extensive conversation with a man about honey. You are on your way to Eterna City, the town that ties the past to now. Let's get a perception check. Oh, that's the other thing I need is dice. Dice are good. Yep. Dice, dice. Unless they don't roll well. (laughs) Then they're bad. (laughs) I got a 12. Got a 5. 29. 29 29 perception? What? How? I think. Wait, no, that's not right. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's I mean, not. It's, it's <laughs> That's impossible. impossible at our level. It, it is technically possible at our level, but what did you roll? Uh, 19. 19. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's an extra 10 added in there somewhere. <laughs> Just wanted to check that you guys are paying attention. <laughs> now that we're all awake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Michael. <laughs> I've done it again. Mwah, mwah. <laughs> All right, so um, with that, oh, and something I forgot to mention, folks, which, uh, Michael, feel free to edit this out if you want, but um, you guys, of course, have Pokedexes. Feel free to use those to gain uh, some Pokemon knowledge if you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, so use those if you want to check on things. Um, so with a roll of a 19, Michael, you notice as you're walking in the forest here, you notice a little bit of rustling grass. Um, uh, let's have you follow up with a, uh, Pokemon education roll as well. Pokemon education. Yeah, let's, let's see what a Pokemon education gets you. 10. Uh, 10. So, uh, you thought you'd notice some rustling grass, but, uh, at, within further inspection, you actually found that there wasn't anything out of the ordinary there. Oh. All right. It's just, just, just some wind. Just some wind. Yes. It's just, just some wind. Let's, let's keep going. (laughs) As you're nearing what you think is the end of the woods, you suddenly find yourself disoriented, walking in circles. You turn around to find a pristine mansion in front of you. You see a stone staircase that has statues of Lucario on either, si- either side, standing proud and tall. You see several windows adorning the exterior, each one polished to shine brilliantly, flecks of lights peeking through the canopy of the forest. The roof has brick red shingles, and the front double doors are a royal purple. Wait, I've seen this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... If we Players? if we run to the master or the mistress of the house, I'd suggest running. <laughs> Don't be so down, Ezra. Let's check it out and see if anybody's home. Okay, but only if they're home. If we run into a cofagrigus, I'm blaming you. <laughs> you don't think oh. they'd actually be in there, right? Right? <laughs> I'm marching up to the door and knocking. Um, as you walk up to the door, uh, the, uh, it just kind of, uh, it was left open slightly, and it, it, it kind of opens, uh, welcoming you, welcome, welcoming you in. Hello? Rotoms have never, uh, possessed an entire house, right? That doesn't happen. <laughs> okay, can you stop that? That would be that? awesome. Wow. That would be really cool. You can set up an entire, uh, bandstand and everything. Stop scaring Louisa. Let's go in. Or we could 
go to a brighter place with light. But we don't know what's wrong. Maybe somebody's hurt in here and hasn't been able to get out. Let's check it out. Besides, do you remember how we got here? Do you remember? You're dumb. (laughs) I don't think we have much choice here. Someone else is playing the opening notes. May as well follow along. That's more like it. Let's go! <laughs> Ezra walks up with Georg. Uh, Guys, don't leave me behind. All right, so the you enter uh, you enter into uh, the the purple double doors. Um, as you walk in, let's go ahead and get a perception check right away. I got an eleven. Twelve. Okay, four. You walk into the foyer of a grand hall. As you enter, the lights suddenly seem to turn on. A lush brown tile uh, floor uh, tile covers the floored surfaces, all the floored surfaces you can see. Two grand staircases leading to a second level with several rooms. Directly in front of you is an open door with another Lucario uh, statue to the left of the entry of that door. There are doors at either end of uh, a long hallway going to your left and right. What do you do? And I will mention as you as you walked in, um, Ezra apparently didn't notice this, but um, uh, Louisa and uh, Georg, uh, both of you recognized a few weird things. Uh, to your left, you distinctly hear some some wailing, some crying, um, and you also notice uh, from a different part of the house some snickering going on. Ezra's looking up at the ceiling. Must be good acoustics in here. Um, as soon as Georg hears the wailing, he is uh, very concerned for whoever might be uttering that wailing, might be hurt. Says, Someone might be hurt! Uh, stay here or follow me, I'm gonna go check it out! And he runs Give me left. a stealth check. Ste- oh, pff, pff. I'm, I'm a very big man. My stealth <laughs> is horrible. Five. Okay, not not too bad. Ezra face bones and goes, you've watched no movies, have you? <laughs> Louisa books it after them. She's guys, seriously, don't leave me behind. Right, Ezra, maybe... Ezra also got a five. On his uh, stealth. Five, okay. And then uh, what did Louisa get for her stealth check? That is a good question. She got just, a seven. Just... Okay, so one of us does not have pathetic stealth. That's good to know. <laughs> All right, so... Um... With, with that stealth check, uh, the wailing stops for just a moment, uh, but then continues. Uh, but then, uh, Hiker Georg, you run uh, suddenly into a wall. <laughs> oh! Uh, it, and this, this wall, this is an invisible wall. It completely did not see it there because it's it's invisible. I put my hands up against it and press against the wall. <laughs> Feel it. What? What is this? Ah! Uh, it's not moving. Good Mr. Mom impression. This time do it silently. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so uh, at least for the time uh, time being, um, you do hear a little bit of wailing, but uh, but there's a wall in your way. What do you do? Are there doors to either side of us or anything? Uh, you ran. You ran to the door to the left, and you got stopped. Okay. Uh, there is a uh, door to the, the door. Okay. Yep. Yep. Uh, there is a door to the right, and there is also a door uh, that goes uh, straight back. I still hear the wailing. 
Uh, it's it's a little bit fainter. Mm. Um, but yes, there is there is someone wailing, crying, uh, and they are still to the left. Okay, someone's still hurt. Uh, I either I have to get past this wall or find another way. Uh, what do you what do you think? The the stairs? Should we try the stairs? Looks like this wasn't the opening act. Stairs would be decent enough. Yeah, the quicker that we find someone, the quicker we can get out of here. Let's go. Let's follow the stairs. Uh, and I'm going to go up the la- left staircase. Uh, you run into another wall. No, oh, that wasn't right. Ouch. This is really hurting. Uh, <laughs> Ezra has been right uh, lagging a few steps behind Georg as he's moving. So he stops and goes up the stairs again or to the right? <laughs> um, let, let's do the, that one. The second one. That really hurt. Ow. After you. Okay. I'll try the right stairs. Uh, you run into another wall. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> this isn't maybe working. De- thinking about it a little more, maybe dead ahead's the better option. Okay. So Let's through do the that. door with through the door with the uh, which call it. So straight ahead, uh, next to the the Lucario statue. Yes, the Lucario statue. We do that. You approach the doorway and can't help but shake the feeling that you're being watched. Uh, this feeling goes away, though, as uh, as you go through the doorway. And the lights seem to fade from the from the foyer and move into uh, to the, this room, revealing a large dining area. There is an opening uh, to the left of the dining hall that is dark. And a long table with a dozen seats is before you. Candelabras are in the midst of of the table uh, serving as decoration and providing additional light. Before you is a table full of food, as if uh, prepared for several guests. Uh, folks, what food is on the table? What what food do you see? Sausages. Lots and lots of sausages. And some <laughs> potatoes alongside those sausages. And the sausages aren't just like... Plain old sausages. There's a mixture of sausages. There are some that are clearly some deerling sausages. Uh, you've got some. Uh, <laughs> Ezra uh, rolled an intuition check of twenty to let him know that this is a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> Did he really? Buffalant yes, sausages. He rolled an intuition check of twenty. Um, uh, Crocodile um, sausages. It's not necessarily a terrible idea, but he does recognize that something's a little bit off about this. Um, but uh, what 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 does Ezra see before him? Dodrio sausages. <laughs> <laughs> he sees mostly uh, like some candy and sweets, a decent amount of just like uh, pick me up drinks and things like that. Mostly like uh, coffees and different like uh, energy drinks, things like that. Just. Things to keep him energized. All right. And what does uh, Louisa see in front of her? Toro uh, sausages. We'll say like <laughs> fruits and vegetables, um, different kinds of nuts and berries out there. Um, some like cakes and treats and stuff too. Noctile sausages, which you wouldn't think are very good, but those are <laughs> mm, tender and juicy. Ezra taps Georg on the shoulder. Don't eat anything. But, but... Don't But sausages. Anything. Knocked owl sausages. 
usually I would ignore Ezra, but I think he's right because it could be poison or there could be something like, or it could be a ghost or something and, or a demon. Second, it could be a demon. I skipped point. brunch today. Georg, so, diarrhea. Georg, mm. I don't see any sausages on that table. What? Well, what? What's wrong with you? There are so many juicy sausages. Exactly. Uh, what is on that sausages. table is not what we're seeing. I want those sausages. Don't I want the sausages. eat can I anything. Please, can I have right. the sausages? Um, <laughs> let's, uh, let's get a perception check. <laughs> if if uh, Georg can pull himself to actually perceive anything other than the sausages. <laughs> Ten on perception. Ezra got an eight this time. Okay. He's got an 11. Oh, wait, not 10. There's more than that. I gotta roll. Oh, 10 only. 17. Alright. Um, so, all of you uh, notice, think you see something uh, in the room to the left, which still is is dark at this point. Okay. Through sheer force of will, Georg turns to the left <laughs> and heads towards it. I'll be back for you, sausages! As he right. turns that way as well and uh, stays a few steps back, but mostly he's watching and Lisa follows close behind. Um, just kind of the group in general, or is there uh, out of curiosity, is there a particular person you're close behind? Um, I just kind of guess whoever is in the middle, if there is <laughs> someone leading the group. Okay. Oh, Ezra? okay, Ezra's hanging behind Georg, so you'd be behind Ezra. Alright. Uh, she's kind of like holding on to the back of his shirt. She's like, if we create a train, then we won't get lost. It's kind of like back in kindergarten with the ropes and everybody's holding it together. <laughs> and he's like the light leader. <laughs> I'm not scared. Your favorite genre is Muzak, isn't it? <laughs> what? <laughs> Easy listening. Yeah. What's your point? Never mind. <laughs> All right. Uh, so wa- walking to the room to, to the left, uh, you find a kitchen uh, with more tables, but these are much less grandiose. Uh, there's a refrigerator, a stove, and a si- sink. You get the idea that this is where uh, the food is most likely prepared. Um, this and then... is where the sausage magic happens. <laughs> And uh, also on on one of the tables, you you find um, a list, and uh, this list is still actually attached to uh, to the notepad, um, but it has uh, the list. It has sausages, potatoes. Uh, it has like all the wide variety of deerling, toros, uh, knocked owl, all the different kinds of sausages, uh, as well as candy, coffee, energy drinks. Fruits, vegetables, nuts, and berries, and cakes uh, are all on the list, as well as medicine. And that's uh, ominous. All right. Um, so with that, uh, you so you, you're are you all looking at the list? Is a particular one person looking at the list? If Georg picks it up, Ezra would probably uh, head over to take a look as well. Yeah, Georg well, would look yeah. at it. This is right there too. She's still holding on to a shirt. <laughs> all right, so you're, you're all you're all looking at the list, but then all of a sudden, uh, a uh, a figure in a uh, double-breasted tux uh, up suddenly appears in front of you and has a very vacant look on his face. Ah! There it is. Normal. Oh, oh boy. All right. 
Were you Uh, the one wailing just now? Uh, he doesn't respond, but, uh, with this, uh, this, uh, ghostly figure reacts and, um, I I would say walks out of the room, but he more or less just kind of floats, uh, past you, uh, through the door. Uh, Well, the door, the door's kind of open. I mean, he's, so he's going, he's basically going back the way you came. Oh, okay. Mister pulls out his uh, lombre. There's a next to him. Playing a hunch. Manager. Try astonish on the butler there. You're attacking the butler. Just playing um, a hunch. Oh, what do I do with this here? Um, so um, you do astonish and um. The attack does hit this figure. No, it doesn't. I rolled a three. Oh, you rolled a three. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, a- as this figure is, is walking out, he uh, ominously uh, gets out of the way of this astonished attack, and um, but uh, just kind of holds up a hand a hand of caution. Um, can I get a? Uh, let's go ahead and get a intuition check from everybody. <laughs> 21. 4. 15. All right. Uh, Georg, you still don't know quite uh, what to make out of this character, um, but both uh, Louisa and and Ezra uh, find that he is uh, a bit, uh, while a bit off-putting, really doesn't mean you any harm, as far as you can tell. Sorry, um, I must have watched the wrong movie. <laughs> it's uh, kind of a bad rap in the movies, you know, butlers. <laughs> they do, yes. The butler did it. Yeah. That's oh, what they say. Spoiled it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, so uh so he is walking out of the kitchen. He is in the dining room area with uh he, yeah, he is in the dining room area right as far as you can tell. Ezra returns uh manager and follows the butler out. Georg will follow. Louisa follows. Alright. Um, as you enter the dining hall, the dining hall gets illuminated again, uh, and you are able to just see as he turns the corner uh, out into the foyer. Uh, Ezra starts uh, humming, we're following the leader under his breath, but continues to follow the <laughs> butler. <laughs> Alright. And uh, uh, for now, I'll assume that everyone else is, is following. In fact, mm-hmm. uh, he he walks and he um, goes to the left where you guys had originally intended to go in the first place. Uh, he goes to the left and he walks right past the door that had originally uh, stopped Georg. Um, do you guys continue to follow? Ezra puts out a hand in front of him and doesn't go headlong, but he follows. <laughs> All right, um, Ezra's hand does meet that same wall, uh, but the butler uh, turns and kind of waves his hand, and the wall disappears. All right. And, and then, he, then he, he, enters, he enters the room. Uh, as the butler turns back around, Ezra, playing another hunch, pulls out his Pokedex and points it at the butler for a few seconds. See if he can get a uh, scan takes a moment to scan and uh it uh responds with 
era, no Pokemon found. Alright. Alright, but he has he has now entered the so back in the main foyer, the the room to the left where where the wailing is still uh, softly happening. Uh, he 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 has gone into that room. Looks like the door is open. Shall we go? Let's let's go. Right. I don't know necessarily about should, but if everyone else is going to, then all right. Uh, so you walk in and you you see what uh, what has been making this wailing sound. You see, uh, kind of huddled in the corner in little ball, uh, this uh, pink Pokemon with uh, black uh, horns, if you will. Uh, sitting there crying, and you, uh, the butler goes to this Pokemon and uh, pats it on the back, and um, it uh, sits up and is, is surprised, um, and uh, looks up at this ghostly figure and and uh, just starts sobbing, tears going down its face. Um, but the ghost butler, if you will, um, uh, kneels down and uh, gives. Uh, this Pokemon a hug for a few moments before he uh, dissipates and goes away. Well then. Uh, Ezra got a 10 on Pokemon education just to see if he knows, knows what the Pokemon is. Um, you can tell you've uh, recognized this Pokemon. You're most familiar with it uh, in the Kanto region, although if I recall correctly, these are uh, these Pokemon can also be found in native in the Sinnoh region. You know it's a Mr. Mime. Uh, would you like to use your Pokedex to get a little more information on it? Sure. Ezra already has his Pokedex out, so he may as well get a quick scan. All right. And the uh, Pokedex uh, announces, Mr. Mime. Mr. Mime is a master of pantomime. Its gestures and motions convince watchers that something unseeable actually exists. Once it is believed, it will as exist as if it were a real thing. And uh, at this point, uh, the mime uh, it has is controlling its sobbing, and uh, has, um, and ha has recognized that you folks are in the room. Uh, Hiker Georg just kind of cautiously steps forward, um, and says, "Oh, are are you okay?" Uh, you, you were crying just now. Is everything all right? What, what can I do to help? Uh, and I'm going to try a Pokemon ed or a uh, medicine education, uh, to see if there's anything wrong with the Mr. Mime that I can detect. Okay. Uh, yeah. Go ahead and roll for that. 10. Uh, with this, you can detect that there isn't anything in particular wrong with this Mr. Mime. Um, uh, seems physically healthy, healthy, uh, no ailments, uh, really at all. Hmm. Um, Maybe it's just because it's ugly. <laughs> <laughs> um, hearing that, the Mr. Mime then, uh, turns and, uh, starts sobbing slightly again. Louisa, that was unkind! Intuition of 17 to see what's emotionally wrong with the Mr. Mime, besides being called ugly. <laughs> um the Mr. Mime is incredibly sad. <laughs> Any insight um, onto what like what the sadness yeah. stems from, whether it's grief or uh, uh loneliness or anything of those kind the, of the Mr. Mime is is forlorn forlorn um and and is is quite lonely, yes. Um Hiker Georg it Ezra, do you share that? 
Uh, he turns to those from and says, been here for a while then, have you? And I'm guessing you haven't seen very many people. Uh, he, he looks up to you and sh- uh, shakes his head. Oh, got here recently. That's a surprise. Uh, well, shaking, shaking his head oh, uh, in so the he sense that, seen, no, I have not seen before. anyone for, for quite a while. All right. Hmm. Iger Georg will cautiously approach uh, and kind of kneel down by the Mr. Mime and extend a hand. It's okay. We're not going to hurt you. We're, we're here as friends. We want to help you. Uh, let's get a charm from you, Hiker Georg. I was just going to suggest that. Let's see. Eight. Eight. With an eight, uh, uh, the Mr. Mime is, um, has warmed up to you. Uh, not really quite suspicious. In fact, um, uh, he, the Mr. Mime kind of stands up and takes a more, uh, stately stance, almost, uh, in the proper form you'd expect to see a butler in. And... Um, he gestures at the door and kind of does a after you motion. Oh, okay. That See, some of us are nicer than others. Sounds good. So I'll start right. walking toward the door. I am I assuming that the rest of the party follows? Yeah. Ezra heads oh. out after. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, being the gentleman, the mime, uh, lets you all, uh, uh, walk through and uh, is now more or less uh, kind of your, your guide through the house, if you will, as well as you can understand. Alrighty then. So you've explored to the left, and you've been into the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you have stairs, and you also have uh, the right. Um. Should we try the left stairs that we didn't try before? Let me say that in character. Should we try the the staircase that we tried before? Sure. Make a nice circular uh, tour of the house. Can can we go up the stairs? I'm saying that to the Mister Mime. Can can we go up these stairs to the left? Um. He he nods, but then he like he holds out his hand, saying, "Wait, wait, wait a minute." And he just kind of like wipes his hands uh, in front of it to to take away the wall that was there. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Um, so yeah, uh, let me hit this real quickly. As you were leaving the, uh, as you were leaving the, um, the room to the left, uh, the lights again seemed to follow you back into the foyer, um, and you again still have that kind of eerie feeling that something is is watching you. In fact, let's get a let's do an intuition check. Five, ooh, twelve, ooh, six. <laughs> All right. Um. So, uh, Georg and uh, and Louisa start making their way up the stairs. Uh, while Ezra, uh, you notice that Lucario statue. Uh, something doesn't seem quite right about that Lucario statue. Mm. Ezra walks up to the statue and just uh, moves while mostly watching the eyes. So just moves around it. Uh, And the eyes seem to follow you. Something tells me that this is a little bit more than fancy stonework. Oh, well. Find out later. And he heads up the stairs. (laughs) Okay. 
right, I like it. Um, I like that a lot. Okay, so um, you make your way up the stairs and it leads to a balcony that surrounds the foyer. Directly in front of you, atop the stairs, you see a door. As you look around the up, up the level, you find, find another door that is down the hall and to the right. And then also, if you look directly behind you, as if you had chosen to go up the other staircase, you see a third door. Um, I'll go straight to the, the door that's closest to the staircase. You, the door is open. Uh, you walk into the room and find a simple bedroom. Uh, there is a neatly made bed, a nightstand that appears to have something on it, a trash can, a window, and a few pictures on the wall, one of the local scenery, and a purple picture. Just, just the color purple? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's like, it's a, it's a purplish, uh, artistic interpretation of something from where you are. Uh, you can't necessarily discern what it is. Gotcha. Yes, I see. It was this purple period. (laughs) (laughs) Um... I'll do a perception on the room to see if there's anything 10 total. Um, uh, you notice uh, on the nightstand that there is, appears to be uh, something there. It's uh, actually on a plate. Um, it's actually, uh, you see three slices of purple, uh, I guess, cake, you could say. Interesting. Look, some purple cake. That looks yummy. You remember our conversation in the dining hall, right? Uh, Why Ezra, you gotta be get... such a stick in the mud, Ezra? <laughs> Ezra, let's get uh, in, uh, intuition from you, or from everyone, if, you, if you'd like. How's a 15 do? Six. That's a <laughs> critical success. <laughs> <laughs> I think my lucky number is 11 tonight, because I got that again. <laughs> All right. Uh, with with that, um, uh, uh, hiker Georg goes up and he like actually pokes it. He's like, "No, look! Like it's it, it, you're like it's right here. Look at look you, at this you, cake." You touched you can, the cake, didn't you? You touched you can, the cake. You, you can feel it; it's tangible. And uh, Louisa and Ezra, you you can tell that yeah, this actually seems to be a, a legitimate thing that is that is there. I'm gonna take a bite of it. You're gonna take a bite of it. I am. Okay. That is that is um, what my character would do. Look look at this cake here. See? <sighs> All right. Uh you take a bite of it and it doesn't taste especially good. Um what? you're 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 cu- curious about what the purple stuff on it actually is. I but, think it's um, store bought. <laughs> uh but let me ask you this. Uh was Georg was he inflicted by like paralysis or poison or, or like a burn or anything? No. Okay, because if he was, he would have been healed from it. Hmm. Um, let's, Ooh, let's get can a... I Can I tell that, like, by my medicine education? Um, let's... I'm not going to make you roll for it. Let's just okay. assume that you rec- that after tasting, you rec- recognize that this is an, uh, an old gateau, uh, hmm. which is, uh, uh, basically, it's a full heal. It'll heal you of any non-volatile statuses, uh, which is, um, poison, uh, um paralyzed sleep that type of stuff except uh uh georg has eaten one of the pieces there are two left and i, I should say it, it, it's intended you know it's intended for pokemon but there's no harm in uh, a person eating it 
Oh, this, I know what this is. This this is for Pokemon healing. Here, I'll I'll, I'll hold on to these if we need them. <laughs> Ezra, who is halfway through pulling a full heal out of his pack, just puts it back. Like, <laughs> All right, that worked. So wait, did it taste good or not? Not at all. It, that was that was not good. Uh, Hiker Georg uh, actually considers how old this uh, Gato actually is. <laughs> <laughs> old Gato. <laughs> yes. Uh, Ezra wanders over to take a look at the purple painting. Okay. Um. So you're just you're just looking at it. Uh, you can try to decipher it. I don't know if that would be uh, perception for sure, or intuition, or anything like that. Yeah, let me take a look. We've been leaning on that stuff a lot with this one. That, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, let's do a. Gosh, I'm gonna say with, with uh, the two of you, uh, with the way your uh, character has been made, you hit the intuition and the perception like really, <laughs> really, really well. Um, but that's good though. Um, let's do. Oh man, Louise has got really good intuition as well. Um, okay, let's do. Um, your choice of perception or intuition. Uh, anyone and everyone can roll your, your choice of it. 13 in intuition. 17 perception. I got a 16 intuition. All right. Um, so, um, Georg, with your, uh, with your intuition roll, you recognize that this is kind of like one of those magic eye photos. And you get up nice and really close to it. You get your eyes across, and you recognize that it's actually a really interesting picture. Uh, it actually appears to be, uh, from what you can make, it appears to be uh, a a Pokemon, uh, very uh, stout and round, kind of short arm, short legs. Uh, give me a uh, Pokemon education check uh, on that as well, Georg. Seven. Seven. Um, you recognize that it's a a ghost Pokemon of of some kind, um, and uh, with the intuition checks, um, again, uh, so Louisa and Ezra notice that there's something not quite right about this picture. Um, do you do anything with it? Ezra probably taps Georg on the shoulder and motions him to take a few steps back. <laughs> But there's a really interesting picture, some kind of ghost Pokemon in there. Which is probably literally in there. Take a few steps back. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, so you're you're taking a step back? Yeah. Okay. Good. Uh, any, and is there anything else you want to do at this point? Um, wouldn't, like, an occult education be something we could do? Um, I don't think a cult would necessarily get you anything. (laughs) I don't know. I'm going to, I'm going to chew on that for a little while. I'm going to think about it. That'll be occupying, uh, let's see, a tenth of my brain capacity while we continue searching. So you're chewing on, are you chewing on the Gatoa still or is this, uh, well, there's some of that still stuck between my teeth and working on that. It's right over there. I can't, it's, you know, you know, like when you get a piece of an apple stuck between your teeth and all, it's like that. It's just going to drive me crazy. You all all realize that Georg is talking to himself or, but he heard the voice of God apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Ezra gives the painting of the look and is like, maybe we should leave. 
the painting alone and maybe head out to somewhere else. Or we could just leave all together. Let's let's try the next (laughs) room. Alright, so you're choosing to leave? Leave the room, yeah. Leave this room. And deliberately ignore Louisa. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. And go to the next room. Fair enough. <laughs> okay, so so uh, you are exiting the room. You are uh, back at the uh, the uh, hallway, if you will, that is um, overlooking the foyer. Continue clockwise. Sure. Mm-hmm. Next place clockwise. Okay, so you go into the uh, middle room. Um, again, the light uh, seems to, the. Uh, foyer seems to go dark, but then this uh, the center hallway illuminates, and you see uh, three rooms. Uh, to the right is a single brown door. Uh, in the center, you see some double doors, and the, to the left, you see a, see a single brown door. Left side brown door, go left or right? Sounds good, left. but let's just keep going clockwise. Yeah. All right, we're going to the leftmost door. Okay, so you go to the leftmost door, and uh, Ezra uh, grabs the door handle, and it is locked. But you can clearly see that there is a uh, skeleton keyhole. Is the uh, Mr. Mime Butler still around? Uh, Yes, he has been following you uh, uh, graciously this whole time. Ezra turns to him and smiles and says, Don't suppose you have a key for this room, do you? And if we don't need to go in there, that's none of our business, but... Um, if you do, we'd be much obliged. Uh, uh, the mime thinks for a moment. He puts his, his finger on his chin, and you go, and he goes, "Aha!" He doesn't say more like "my mime," <laughs> and uh, <laughs> points uh, points down the hall to the uh, to the double doors. All right, we're heading there next. So may as well. You walk into a room that has two basic beds with white sheets and an old healing machine that you might find in a Pokemon Center, a medicine cabinet, and uh, a desk. I will go straight to the medicine cabinet and start rifling through it. And in this medicine cabinet, you find three full heal, three super potions, and three revives. Taking them. <laughs> Let's know that we're looting this house. <laughs> First you steal their cake, then you steal all their their medicine supplies. Yeah, these could be useful. This is what so happens when you bring a hi- This is what happens when you bring a hiker into civilization. I see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ezra will check out the desk. On the desk, there lies a key <laughs> used as a paperweight on a note w- written with a very proper cursive handwriting. Dear traveler, he looks up at the group and sighs. I hope you have come here under fortunate circumstances and that this place that was once a home has given you a safe place to stop on your journey. I leave this place open to use as you need, as it is as it no longer can serve its original purpose. Once Master and Madame Titanius never returned from holiday, I was left to care for this place and their daughter, Candace. I took care of her as if she was my own from that point on. I never ha- had the hearts to tell her that her parents weren't coming back. I planned to tell her one day, but then the sickness took her. She only wanted to be with her dolls and to play with them until the end. As I write this, the same miasma that took Candace has now gotten me, and I am not long for this life. I feel terrible that I am not in a state where I can find a suitable trainer for Maurice, my dear friend, 
but he refuses to leave my side. If you can, dear traveler, please take him with you. He has always been a faithful and loyal friend. Take care, dear traveler, and may the winds of shaman be always at your back. Hospitably, Bernard. Let's leave. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hiker Georg turns to the Mr. Mime and says, Are you Maurice? Uh, He kind of looks down a little bit at at hearing these words and and nods. Oh. I think I think Maurice needs needs to come with us. Um and uh, how how tall are Mr. Mime? Um good question. Um, <laughs> they're like 4 feet tall. I say they're four feet. Yeah, 4 feet tall sounds about right. All right. Well, so that, hiker Georg who stands at 6 foot 10. Um, they are 4 foot 3 inches about. 4 foot 3. Yeah. Hecker Georg uh, gets down onto one knee in front of Maurice and says, Would you like to come with us? I I know a trainer who would take very good care of you. Um, He looks at you and he... Let's do one more charm check. Okay. Eight. Uh, with the eight, he he thinks about it for a moment, moment and he he nods that yes, he he would like to uh, be taken from here and go with a good trainer. All right. Um, I open a pokeball and hand it to him, or oh, hold it open to him for him to. And he uh, touches it with his finger. And uh, uh, a flash of uh, turns into a flash of red energy and goes into the Pokeball. Dun, 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 dun. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's taken care of. Um, see on the one uh, Ezra's here. See on the one hand, we leave now. We have say a fifty-fifty chance of actually leaving, uh, actually getting out the door before it closes, and going on our way. Then again, if we explore some more, we have a much better chance of figuring out what's actually going on here and maybe uh, coming to a good solution. I think we owe it to Maurice to continue to investigate. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, and I assume that uh, you have picked up the key. <laughs> if anyone mentions dolls or playing, get ready for a fight. Um, or running. <laughs> are you uh, leaving uh, the room that I've called the infirmary? <laughs> I believe we are. Should we head back um, and try the first room? Yeah, the room to the left we locked on. Let's get a intuition check. Not my intuition oh, goodness, check. I'm rolling terrible. Ten. I got a seventeen. All right. Um. So with with that, um, uh, Ezra, uh, you are are torn. Uh, as you leave the room, you had the intention of going uh to the the room that was locked, the room that he attempted in in the first place. Um, but as you exit exit the door, you are equally torn about wanting to go to the room to the right, and. Uh, Louisa, uh, you are strongly pulled to the door to the right. Mm. I you... feel like this door looks safer. 
So we should go this way. Please. Generally, random inexplicable urges to head in the opposite direction of where you're going is a bad idea. Trying to go to musician if you can't trust your gut. Let's go right. Woo! All right, so you're all going to the room to the right? Yes. Yeehaw. I guess. Uh, this is no joke. Uh, you enter a bedroom filled with dolls. <laughs> Ezra turns right around. <laughs> there are dolls on shelves, dolls on the floor, dolls sitting at a table. The dolls are mostly of uh, little girls wearing dresses and hats. Uh, there are a few other uh, dolls on the bed that would be more like a nighttime toy for a child. Uh, there's a dirty purple rag doll. Uh, it's almost like a sock puppet, a uh, ratty old homemade Pikachu doll, and a small green doll that almost looks like a like a chibi Tyranitar. What is this wonderful place? This is horrifying. <laughs> I changed my mind. Dressing gets a bad idea. Let's go. Um, is Louisa walking into the room? You look pretty. Guys... <laughs> We have to. The note. And I want to. <laughs> you so, guys wanted to come in here, so I get to. I get to decide now. <laughs> so, Louisa, what are, what are you doing? I'm looking around the room and perceiving a nine. Perceiving a nine. I'm perceiving a nine. <laughs> it's just kind of floating there. In my mind's eye. <laughs> Um, with a perception of, of uh, nine, um, uh, you don't get a whole lot else than what you've already already noticed, but um, uh, again, you uh, are especially drawn. The only, like, Pokemon dolls are the ones that are on the be- uh, bed. Like I said, there's, like, uh, well, one's more of just, like, a, a ratty uh, sock puppet. Uh, another one's a homemade Pikachu doll, and the other one is a, uh, a chibi Tyranitar. Intuition of 12 to see if uh, Ezra can see past the creepy to notice the even more creepy. I mean, what's actually going on? <laughs> um, Ezra, you uh, feel like that these aren't just dolls, that there, there are other uh, lives in this room right now. Yep. <laughs> yeah. and, I, and I think with that, uh, the, uh, the three aforementioned dolls uh, spring to life. Yep. Uh, all, all, all three, the ready, uh, the sock puppet, uh, uh, the dirty purple ragdoll, um, the ready old uh, homemade Pikachu doll, and uh, the small chibi Tyranitar all come to life. Louisa, like, falls backwards and does one of those crab walk things across the ground, like, back to the entrance of the room, and just kind of, like, sits there and watches them. Conveniently blocking the doorway. Perfect. I like it. Curse. Louisa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, and, and these Remember Pokemon when we, I asked why we weren't going? This is why I asked why we weren't going. <laughs> and you know, po- you were the one who wanted to come in here in the first place, so don't even start with me. All right, and these Pokemon um, start coming at you. Go. Alright. The uh, Pikachu-like uh, Pokemon um, comes at, uh, we'll say, so Lu- Louise is against the wall. 
Um, he comes to a hiker Georg and attacks with a scratch. Mm. So the AC plus that evasion is four. I beat the number, so we do indeed hit. Um, so let's roll some damage on you, Hiker Georg. 25 uh, normal physical damage. Whew. All right. Uh, from the uh, from the Ragdoll Pokemon, um, it lets out a, uh, a really high-pitched, awful noise. And so all of you lower your defense by two combat stages. Um, and then the, uh, nothing comes from the chibi Tyranitar. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Ezra, uh, looks around at the fight and pulls out a different Pokeball and throws out Guitarist, his elegate at his side. Guitarist, provide me some backup. Get that plushy Tyranitar thing. All right. He says... Then he looks over at uh, the ball of fluff and says, Wow, that was a pretty decent screech, but I think we can be a little quieter. Calm down, this looks like a bedroom. And uh, Ezra starts to sing. He says, Stay awake. Don't rest your head. Don't lie down upon your bed. And keep seeing that as he uses the move Sing. What are you gonna add to the creepy vibe? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, first, um, the Elekid attacked the uh, Chibi Tyranitar, though, right? Yes, and uh, the Elekid guitarist is using Electro Ball okay. on the Chibi Tyranitar. Okay. So he rolled a 14 to hit. Okay. Um, Actually, he rolled a 15. Sorry, he's focused, yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm assumed that that hits. <laughs> um, All right, okay. and, and uh, he did. He did 51 electric special damage, okay. minus the Tyranitar's special defense and speed. Um, so with that, uh, the the plushie goes up in a a kind of a poof of fluff, um, and outsteps a Riolu. Uh, well, I, I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have revealed it. Uh, 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 outsteps this uh, blue and gray dog Pokemon, <laughs> standing on standing on two feet. All right. Um, but yes, it, it, I'll tell you that it is. I'll give it for for you. It is a Riolu, but um, yeah, we'll we'll just run run with that for now. Um, so and then I used Sing. Yes. Uh, on on who specifically? The... It is a burst two, so it hits everyone except us, because it's friendly. except you guys, because it's friendly. Okay. And uh, what did you roll for the accuracy on that? Or does I that have not? Happen? I have not rolled it yet. Okay. So I rolled a three, which means I miss, but everyone, uh, all of them, have a are slowed and suffer a minus two penalty to their evasion until their next turn. Okay. While I'm doing that, I'm going to activate uh, the Song of Life, which is a musician song. Um, it has the same area of effect as um, Sing does, but this time it's only affecting uh, my allies around me. So all of you gain five damage reduction until the end of your next turn. Oh. Nice. 
Alright. Um Louisa is going to send out her level one Meg. And so she calls her out and she's like, Okay, scary things are happening, please help. Alright, and what this uh what is Meg's in is it you said is a Vivian? Yep. Louisa is going to have it use tackle. Um, and I got a twelve for that. Okay, so you're you're using tackle, and are you attacking the Riolu? Yes. All right. Uh, um. So uh, Vivian has a has a nice square, uh, seemingly square hit, uh, but uh, phases right through it. It's ghost shifted. I think right, you need to uh, roll a Pokemon education. <laughs> oh, hey, you you guys have you guys have Pokedexes too. Yeah, it's true. Although technically, it takes a standard action to use. Yeah, technically. No, not in my not in my game. Okay. <laughs> right, can I? Can we say that we used it? Or? Uh, sure. Let, let's go ahead and uh, do that. Uh, after, so, after realizing that his song was adding to the creepy atmosphere rather than detracting from it, as we would have uh, scanned them. <laughs> All right. So uh, while uh, uh, in the fiction, while Georg is getting uh, things ready, um, Ezra has pulled out his Pokedex and is scanning each of the Pokemon. Riolu. He can discern the physical and emotional states of people, Pokemon, and other natural things from the shape of their aura waves. Note, this particular specimen is fighting ghost type. Interesting. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Shuppet. Mm-hmm. Shuppet is attracted by feelings of jealousy and vindictiveness. If someone develops strong feelings of vengeance, this Pokemon will appear in a swarm and line up beneath the eaves of that person's home. Good to know that this little girl was in a great state of mind. <laughs> Mimikyu. A lonely Pokemon. It conceals its terrifying appearance beneath an old rag so it can get closer to people and other Pokemon. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, so things with... seem to have happened with this uh, place. <laughs> well, it's, it's, been, it's been a while since the, uh, since the events, I guess you could say. Alright. Um, so... Uh, I'm going to say, Lollygag, I need your help! And I'm going to chuck a Pokeball, um, at the, uh, Mimikyu. Okay. Um, which is going to, well, I'm going to chuck the Pokeball holding Lollygag, one of my Pokemon, in it, uh, trying to hit the Mimikyu with it. Um, and that is a six. Uh, the AC on Fling is two. Okay, yep, you beat that. Okay, so it hits. And it's a dark attack, right? It is. It is a dark type attack. Oh, uh, yeah. Yep. Um, all right, so that's going to be... Oh. Um, 17 physical dark damage. All right. Um, so the Pokeball hits, damaging the Mimikyu, um, and its uh, head slumps down. Just double check and make sure I have... Uh, its head slumps down, uh, effectively taking no damage, though. Ugh. 
fine. Um, can break it or anything, yeah. Mimikyu, well, uh, Mimikyu's ability is, uh, and this may not be in the current uh, rules, but uh, it's uh, Disguise, and if it gets hit by a damaging move, the first attack doesn't do any damage. Ugh. So. Mm-hmm. Well, but, um, out of the Pokeball pops Lollygag, my Spritzy. And uh, please tell us about your Spritzy. Yes, uh, what you might notice about Spritzy is that unlike a normal Spritzy, which is a uh, cotton candy pink color, this Spritzy is a dusty tan color, uh, and its wings are all sandy, and rather than flying, it kind of sinks to the ground and blends in with the floor more or less. I mean, if the floor were dirt, it would blend in, but it just kind of... It's a very ground spritzy. It's a very ground spritzy, yes. Spritzy, use fairy wind on that Mimikyu! Roll a five. The AC is two. Okay, uh, it hits. Alright. Um, 30 fairy special damage. 30 fairy special damage. Alright. Uh, so that actually hits with uh, 14 uh, damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and actually, it actually takes the damage uh, this time. <laughs> and... Um, so yeah, you, you've, you've put put down some damage on the Mimikyu, but it is still, uh, still upright. Um, the Mimikyu taking uh, some, some umbrage with that. Uh, it's going to go ahead and uh, break out the little uh, razzle-dazzle and use Astonish on the Spritzy. Um, let's roll for hitting it first. Alright, and uh, with a roll of 16, I am almost certain that it hits. Yeah, that's probably going to hit. It actually <laughs> uh, manages to flinch, I'm guessing. It does get a flinch. Ooh, you're right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alright, so with that, uh, we get... Uh, 29 ghost physical damage on the spritzy, and the spritzy is flinched. Hmm. Alrighty then. Taurus, hit that Mimikyu with a nice shock. Taurus uses shock wave on the Mimikyu. It cannot miss, and I did not crit with it. So it ends up doing 30 special electric damage. All right. Um. So that makes it uh, uh, fourteen uh, actual damage being done to it. Okay. And uh, the Mimikyu uh, takes an injury. All right. Ezra looks over. Uh, group is like, well, so you didn't like my first song, then? Well, see what you think of this. And he pulls out. Um. A guitar from his uh, backpack area and just starts playing a very off-putting song on it. He uses Supersonic on the Riolu. Specifically. Right. And he rolled a 17 to hit. Okay, that'll hit. Alright, the Riolu is now confused. Okay. Um, Lisa is going to use the cheer show your best um and choosing um defense so all allies on the field gain 
plus one combat stage in the chosen or in defense and become motivated. So she nice. just yeah, she like pops up from the floor and she's like, "Come on, you guys, you can do it. Just just give it your all and beat them up, but not too hard. I mean, not really beat them up. That wouldn't be nice, but you know, just kind of do your best." <laughs> all right. Um. Let's uh, handle this confusion first. Oh man. <laughs> hmm. Um. Wh- what? Whatever the worst thing is for the D twenty is. Uh, <laughs> if that helps the one. All. Yeah. Uh. Uh. Hits itself using a typeless physical struggle attack as a standard action and may take no other actions this turn. All right. It automatic. Yeah. It automatically hits and deals damage as if it's resisted one step. So it deals half damage with its uh, struggle attack. Okay. All right. All right. So that's going to be uh, so it's twenty five, and we you said it just uh, takes half that automatically, or do I have yep. to do half that? And so and then you s- subtract defense. Okay. Uh, so that's going to be oh, we'll say so it's going to be uh, thirteen four. Uh, so the Riolu takes uh, nine additional damage. Okay. And. Uh, is not yet injured. Then going on to the Shuppet. The Shuppet. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, we'll use... So we have the Vivian on the field. We have the Spritzy and we have the um, Guitarist. Um, the Shuppet uh, narrows its gaze in on uh, Guitarist. And attacks with uh, a nightshade attack. Rolls a seven. The AC is two. Does it out? Does it beat your evasion? Yes. Okay. Uh, so with that, um, uh, darkness falls upon and around guitarist and uh, loses fifteen uh, points of HP automatically. Okay. He does not gain an injury. All right. Ah, uh, Lisa is going to have. Meg is struggle bug. I got a 34 for that. Um, do you need to roll for accuracy on that? Oh, yes, I do. Sorry about that. That's okay. <laughs> I got a 17 for that as well. Okay, no, it's and... your job to remind us of... <laughs> <laughs> exactly, that's right. And, um... Uh, who are you attacking with struggle bug, or is it a, uh, uh is it a, it's one? a cone? Cone two. Um, cone two, that, so... and, you know, with, uh, the, the close proximity of, the, of this room, I'm gonna say that it hits all of them. Okay. And so it's, uh, 34, uh, what kind of bug damage? Special. 34 special bug. Okay, let's do this here. Uh, say Mimikyu uh, don't care about no bugs. Uh, in fact, the bugs don't bother Mimikyu at all. Um, the Shuppet um, cares a bit. The Shuppet uh, takes 10 points of uh, damage. And the Riolu don't care about no bugs either. Um, in fact, uh, also uh, takes no damage. Uh, Ghost uh, resists bug attacks, as well uh, as fighting and fairy. But you got you got some you got some uh, some hits on the shuffle there. Well, Georg might just head up to G- 
go use a potion on Spritzy. Okay, you can do that. All right, um, so the Mimikyu then is going to do Astonish on the Spritzy again. Seems to work. <laughs> um, let's see here. The AC is uh, is two, and I rolled a seven. Uh, does that beat? Yep, that's going to beat. Okay. It's going to be 25 physical ghost damage. Okay. All right. Guitarist will turn back towards uh, the Mimikyu and send out another... Actually... Remember, the Mimikyu is injured. Yes. And uh, Ezra considers for a moment and says, You know what, Guitarist, you've done well enough. Let's let the drummer take care of the rest. And so he returns Guitarist and releases Drummer in Guitarist's place. Um, it is Guitarist's turn, not yours. Yes, so Guitarist will delay his turn. Until after Ezra. Okay. Um, in which case, uh, uh, we have some of the things that have to take take place first. No problem. Okay. So I'll make note of that. Uh, before that happens, though, uh, we will uh, have... Um, do, 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 um, we'll do... Uh, we'll do Nightshade on... Um, on Guitarist again. Uh, so guitar takes another 15 points of damage. Did you roll accuracy? Um, I guess I can do that. Um, it's a six, and the AC on this is uh, two. Okay, that does hit. All right. So that does give guitarist an injury. Okay. And uh, the Iriolu. Even though it's already his turn, he's going to use a quick attack on um, the Spritzy. Did he roll no. for his confusion? Oh, hey, he is so confused. Thank you for reminding me. See, no this problem. is why this is why you're here, Nick. This is why you're here. <laughs> um, a three. I think that's also going to be about thing. the same thing. Yep. Okay. Yep. Hits himself in the head, and still still remains confused. Mm-hmm. All right. Alright, and uh, so that's going to be... <laughs> Alright, uh, so uh, again, still reeling from the confusion uh, from the supersonic, uh, not really knowing what's going on, the Riolu uh, waxed itself in the face, uh, and uh, brings it down to that, and uh, injures himself. Armaka, give that Mimikyu over there a good old whack, alright? So the Darmaka toddles up and one of its hands uh, suddenly bursts into flame and it drives it at the Mimikyu and rolls a 10 to hit. That'll hit. Okay. How does 58 physical fire damage do? Uh, so the Darmaka winds up and hits, and uh, the Mimikyu gets uh, knocked back to the wall and has little uh, chars around its body and uh, little smoke is coming up from it. Uh, you have fainted the Mimikyu. There you go, drummer. Solid, uh, solid hit. Make sure to be on tempo next time. Let's do this. Uh, Louisa will use her baby doll eyes and 
pushing them at the wielder. Okay. And what does that do? It lowers the target's attack by one combat stage. Cool. And if you need accuracy, I got an 11. Uh, that'll do it. Okay. Um, so we'll have Meg use String Shot, and that's a 20. Hmm. Okay. Uh, does a 20 do anything special uh, on String Shot, Nick? Unless you have uh, the class or feature that gives you special stuff for status class moves, unfortunately not. It's just an auto hit. Hmm. Okay. Uh, and since that's a cone two, that's going to actually lower the speed by one stage of both the Shuppet and the Riolu. And if it lowers their speed to negative or combat speed to negative six. They are stuck. Yes. Fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Hiker Georg is just going to pick up um, anything at hand. What's what's at hand that he can pick up? All the dolls. Yes, he's going to grab a doll. He's going to grab a doll and chuck it at the Riolu using fling once again. Okay. Um, 13 DAC is 2 Okay, uh, that'll hit Alright, yeah, check the damage base again Alright 23 dark physical damage Dark physical damage Okay, so 23 Alright, so you uh, take that doll and you, you fling it real good at that Riolu and um uh, you kind of catch it off guard. It wasn't really paying attention to what you were doing. And uh, takes it right in the the chest, knocking it backwards a couple of feet. Uh, and uh, does not get back up. The Riolu is fainted. All right. All right. Uh, so your Spritzy is still out, and the only opponent on the field is the Shuppet. Spritzy, use Mud Slap. So that's what we're going to do. Okay, uh, roll for accuracy. That's a 10. The AC is 2. Uh, that'll hit. And um, uh, describe what Mudslap does. Um, well, Spritzy picks up some mud and slaps it at the... <laughs> um, uh, basically just chucks it at the... Okay, at the and Shuppet, and it does 20 ground special damage. 20 ground special. Okay, ground uh, special. Is it 20? 20, yep. Um, so uh, the Shuppet is now injured, uh, not looking very hot. Um, but then uh, res- responds to the Spritzy, because it is next in order. Uh, and does a shadow sneak. Yeah, why not? Shadow sneak. Uh, ooh, it is a crit. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. <laughs> Alright, so, um, how does Spritzy like 42, uh, physical ghost damage? Ooh, 42 physical ghost. Um, okay. One injury. Okay. Um, I'm gonna use a basic ball then. 
I rolled a 17. 17, alright, so it hits the Shuppet. Now roll your D100. 24. 24, uh, the ball shakes once, shakes twice, wiggles a third time. Ding! Uh, you have uh, caught a level 15 um, female Shuppet. That's a lady. That <laughs> is a lady. She is a lady, yeah. It's a special lady for a special episode. Set on the farm. And with uh, with this, you uh, notice that a particular doll that was uh, actually standing behind the bed the whole time in a red polka dot dress with a matching bow uh, has now dissipated. Oh. Hmm. Well, do we want to check on those that... other Pokemon? They're ghosts, so it's not like they'll die. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> I'd say we should probably check out that locked door. You go first. <laughs> All right. Uh, Ezra returns drummer and then starts heading over to the leftmost door. I will likewise return lollygag. And return uh, Maggie. All right, so uh, you walk out, and uh, as usual, the foyer now, uh, actually, no, this isn't the foyer, but the hallway lights up again, and you walk past the double doors of the infirmary, uh, which reminds you that, oh, yeah, if your Pokemon aren't feeling well, they might want to get healed up. Hmm. May as well make a quick stop off. Let's, let's heal our Pokemon. Yeah. All right. And my nerves. <laughs> uh, and uh, I, I, so at this point, you'll have to be using any items that you have with you to heal your Pokemon. Ah, wasn't there an old healing machine? Um, do you want to go back into the infirmary and check it out? Yeah. I mean, we've got someone with medicine education. I'm gonna do a there. yeah. I'm gonna do a medicine education on that thing to see if I can operate it. Uh, you look at it, and it seems, uh, oh, go ahead and roll first before I tell you what happened. Sure. <laughs> Eleven. Eleven in medicine? Yep. Uh, okay, so you, you see it, and it's very familiar. Uh, let's assume that, uh, uh, Hiker has some experience with these machines. You would know how to work it, uh, but you recognize that, uh, it, uh, was, has gone through some maintenance, uh, that never really got finished. Mm. Uh, there are a few pieces that are, uh, lying on the ground. Um, if you'd like to attempt to fix it, you may. Can I try a technology education to fix it? Uh, yes, you can. H- how good is your technology? Not as good as my medicine education. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, go ahead. Seven. Uh, a, tech, a seven in technology doesn't quite... Uh, actually, no, I lied. Uh, seven hits it exactly. <laughs> oh, yes! Uh, uh, yeah. So your, 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 head, your mind is a little bit foggy on this. Uh, you don't quite remember uh, exactly where everything goes, but I think you get it to the point where it's up and running, and uh, everyone can heal their Pokemon. Perfect. You're welcome, right. everyone. No need to thank me. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. I do this from the generosity of my heart. Okay, that's sure. too far. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
so uh, all your Pokemon are healed up, uh, ready to go. They're all freshened up, and you uh, make your way uh, down the hall. And uh, uh, Ezra, uh, I assume you use the key to open up that room? Indeed. The light uh, goes out from the hallway, and you hear a little bit of snickering uh, go on. You enter a room that is a bit different from all the other rooms. This is clearly a room designated as living quarters. You faintly see the outline of a bed, as well as some appliances, a washing machine, a small stove, a mini-fridge, a fan, and and what looks like some, some yard equipment. I say you can faintly see these items because this room is not lit like the other rooms have been. This room is only illuminated by the glow of a static ETV. What do you do? Lisa puts her hands over her eyes. Okay. Uh, Andrew walks over to the TV, and if I can roll an intuition just to have an idea on what's going on. Got a 20. Uh, yeah, you look into the TV and, uh, you recognize that, um, the TV actually isn't even plugged in, uh, as you look, uh, look in, uh, behind it and realize that, yes, this is indeed being powered by, uh, inside the Pokemon you see an, uh, orange Pokemon outlined with, uh, a blue outline. Uh, it is indeed a Rotom. You don't even need your Pokedex for that. I'll, I'll, I'll give that to you for free. <laughs> All right. Thanks. No charge. <laughs> Um, and, uh, uh, I assume you're, you're looking at and gazing at the TV? He's looking it over, yeah. Okay. Um, as you look, uh, the Groton, uh, pops out of the TV right in front of your face, and then, uh, zips over to the, uh, fan, which is sitting in the, uh, right next to the TV. Just jumps right over to, uh, the fan, and... Uh, for lack of a better term, better term we are an initiative. <laughs> um, uh, Rotom, uh, in fact, uh, uses uh, Astonish on Ezra. So it pops out and uh, surprises you so much from going from the TV to the fan. Uses Astonish on you. Alright, uh, so the roll is an 11 and the uh, uh, AC is 2. Do we hit? That hits. Alright. All right, so that is uh, 13 ghost physical damage. All right. Uh, Ezra takes six damage and does not take an injury. All right, uh, so uh, with that, uh, uh, the Rotom also, uh, in its fan form, uh, floats over to um, Hiker Georg and also uses Astonish. Mm. Uh, uh, it's a five with, again, that AC of two. Five AC of two. That'll hit. That'll hit. All right. All right. And that's only for, um, 14 physical ghost. I really did like 14 physical, um, uh, attacks again. Uh, this time I'm going to, uh, Liliana and astonishes her. Or not, <laughs> uh, Louisa, not Liliana. That that's the, that's the wrong game. <laughs> if she were here, <laughs> uh, with a sixteen, I assume that hits, and it's a uh, and it's a uh, thirteen damage. Oh, and we Ooh. flinch you though too. Mm-hmm. Louise, poor Louisa's flinched. Would a twelve in Pokemon Education 
let uh, Ezra know what's going on with like the typing of uh, re- of Rotom and everything here. Um, yeah, let's go ahead and do that. Uh, with the with the twelve, uh, you know that. Uh, I mean, from the, also from the Pokedex. Uh, oh, hey, hey, use your Pokedex. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he'll scan with the Pokedex then, quick. Alright, uh, and I, I want to make this take your turn, but it says, uh... Rotom! Its body is composed of plasma. It is known to infiltrate electronic devices and wreak havoc. So you can recognize that, yep, this is classic Rotom doing that stuff, and, uh, you are understanding that it takes, uh, the typing, um, of the object as well, uh, meaning that this one being the, uh, taking, uh, the fan... Uh, Ezra, what do you assume uh, the typing of this Rotom is? Probably electric flying. It is indeed electric flying, yes. Mm-hmm. Alright. So Ezra considers her own and then throws out a Pokeball and goes, Drummer! Let's right. try a rollout on this one. Hey, rollout! Hey, rollout! Hey, rollout! Hey. And so... Darumaka curls up into a fluffy red ball and goes rocketing towards the Rotom. I rolled a 7 to hit, and the AC is 4. Alright, uh, roll up misses. I thought so. Fling uh, at the Rotom a Pokeball. Uh, not not an empty one, one with a Pokemon. I say, goof off! Come on out! And I'm going to fling the Pokeball, rolling... 16, AC is 2. 16 will hit. 21 dark physical damage. 21 dark physical damage. Uh, so it hits, and uh, the Rotom didn't especially like that hit, uh, and uh, the fan uh, drops to the ground, is no longer uh, active, but... Um, the, of all things that is, uh, that is in here, the lawnmower now comes to life with an orange-green glow. Mm. Goof-off comes out, goof-off the gibble. Oh, gibble? Gibble. Gibble? Gibble. Gibble, okay. Goof-off the gibble. I like that. I like that. That sounds good. Uh, goof-off! Use sandstorm! Alright, and, uh, uh... First, tell us mechanically, what does Sandstorm do? Uh, the weather changes to a Sandstorm for five rounds. While it is Sandstorming, all non-ground, rock, or steel-type Pokemon lose a tick of hit points at the beginning of their turn. All and that, right. it does specifically say Pokemon. I don't know if that means that trainers are excluded. Supposedly they are. It's um, sure. yeah, we'll, we'll run with that. That's fine. Uh, but all, but that also hits any of your allies on the field. Yes, indeed it does. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, with that, um, this Rotom that is in uh, the lawnmower now uh, will um, attack the Gibble with a Leaf Storm. Mm. Alright, uh, so gears up against that. Let's uh, do a roll for accuracy. <laughs> um, so uh, this Rotom in, a, in another life was apparently trained by 
um, uh, the trainers in Clear Lake City, uh, reaches into its pocket and throws some leaves into the air. <laughs> Good. Great. All right. All right. Um, shoot, I wish I would have stayed up fine. Um, because now it's grass, isn't it? What oh, is yes. Yes. Um, yes. I mean... Um, Hiker Georg is going to call out, Get your Pokemon close to Goof Off and they won't be hurt by the sandstorm! Is that true? Yep, because Goof Off has Sand Veil. Oh. Alright. How close is close? Uh, uh, adjacent. Close enough. Um, is Gibble adjacent to the Rotom? Um, no. Yes, because it was released right next to it. Unless the Rotom moved. Which oh, then, uh, so you're saying that the Rotom isn't taking this damage, then? Allies adjacent to the user. Al- oh, right. Of course, the rules work just the way that you want them to. Unless the Rotom wants to join our team, then it could be considered an ally. <laughs> Maybe it does. Um, Consider this no. persuasion. Did you ask? <laughs> <laughs> Tough love. So it was Tough Elisa love. doing... Um, Lisa is going to release Vivian, uh, or Vivian. Meg. Meg. <laughs> um, over by Gibble then. Alright. That's probably a good idea for that flying type Pokemon. Uh, or... Ezra's going to delay his action until after Drummer. And okay. And he's going to tell Drummer. Well, now we have it where we want it. So, uh, how about a nice solid hit on that Rotom there? So the Duramaka waddles up to be right next to the Gibble and, coincidentally, right next to the Rotom as well. And rears back with his uh, fist and does another big fire punch. All right. And misses because he rolled a four. Uh, that will uh, that will miss, yes. <laughs> he whiffed. Wait. Okay. Yep, the, the Rotom dodges out of the way. Ezra considers for a moment and goes, oh, all right. Being a little sneaky now, let's let's calm me down a bit. And he begins to sing his unfortunately vaguely creepy lullaby again. <laughs> no. He rolled and... a twelve and the AC is ten. Alright, um so that makes it go to sleep, doesn't it? Uh he rolled a twelve, the AC is ten, it still has uh evasion. Oh, uh evasion, thank you. Um and I've used the any evasion for that, uh, yeah. so that makes it uh, th- uh, thirteen. Then just just out does it. The thing okay. uh, doesn't do it, but it does lower well, this. Yeah, it lowers its evasion by two, and it slows it. He's also going to activate as part of that the song of might. Uh, every all allies in the area of effect, so everybody gains a plus five bonus to damage rolls until the end of my. Ne- that's what it is. Until the end of my next turn. Okay. So cool, plus cool. five to damage for everybody. Except for the Rotom. Goof off! Use takedown! So What type of move is takedown? Normal. It'll hit. Oh yeah, because it's, it's not a ghost it's anymore. Not, it is not ghost anymore, no. It is currently not a ghost. So. Uh, two... <laughs> that, that misses just based on the AC of yeah. five. <laughs> uh, so the, this nimble lawnmower 
Good to know that all of us took some lessons from Clear Lake. <laughs> mm-hmm. Goof Up right. got a little bit of his own sand in his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, with that, it is uh, the Rotom's turn again. And it will attack... Um, It'll go for uh, Goof Off again. It's going to try its uh, hand at that Leaf Storm again. Okay. Alright, so it's a 9 with an AC of 4. I'm assuming this is going to hit Goof Off. Um, does it... If it meets, does it beat? If it meets, usually if it's if it meets and it's the player character, it doesn't. But if it the NPCs it does but remember you don't add the two ACs together it's one or the other oh I know uh, because okay. it's Sandstorm he gets a plus two evasion and because of inspired training he gets oh just a plus one to evasion so it's an eight well, okay. oh it's eight yeah so it hits okay, okay it hits um, let's see here uh, I don't think you're gonna like this no, no. wait what's his base evasion two and then he gets another plus two and a plus one? Yep. So that meets... Um, two, that's two, nine. One. So five. So that ties. That ties. And the oh. AC is four. Yep, okay, so, so yep. Let's, let's let uh, the tie go to the runner. Um, so uh, ooh, ooh. this uh, Leaf Storm uh, shoots at the Gibble and uh, the entire, really close to the entire party. Uh, but somehow the Gibble uh, does its best uh, Keanu Reeves impersonation, and all the lives the leaves go flying by, and he is untouched. <laughs> I assume the land shark do Keanu Reeves. <laughs> and uh, let's see. Oh, and before that happened, um, the Rotom took uh, a tick of damage. Um, that's fine. And okay. Um. Uh, Louisa's just gonna have Meg do. I will do stream shots. So I got 13 for accuracy. Okay, uh, that will, uh, hit, slowing Rotom down even more. Alright, and just checking here, all those Pokemon have gone. Uh, the Rotom is gonna give one more shot at the least, this Leaf Storm at that Gibble. Ooh, the crits. Oh. So, um, so I double, I double the dice. Yep. I mean, do I even have? Is it safe to assume that it's that it's that it's dead? Um, maybe. All my Pokemon have pretty high HP. It's he's rolling eight d ten plus forty. Eight d ten plus forty. D ten, yes. Holy goodness! Roll it. Yeah. Okay. Roll it. I might survive. <laughs> um, we're at 21, uh, 22, 32, uh, 36. That does it. <laughs> and uh, uh, 40, 43, uh, 63. Wait, uh, 63 total? 63. Uh, so it was uh, it was 43 on the dice rolls. Oh, okay. Plus 40. Um, plus, okay, so plus 40 makes it 83 plus grass special, special damage. damage. Plus special defense. Plus special defense? I don't know why I get Minus that, but special I'll take defense. it. No, you, plus, sorry, plus your special attack. 
plus my special attack, so there's going to be an additional nine on top of that. So, so it did 92 damage. Minus 92. All right. Yeah, minus your special defense. So it did 81. Did you multiply it, but whatever it needed to be multiplied by? Or no, it didn't. Just one. It's... Dragon yep. and ground. Yep. Okay. Is that yeah. one shot? Yep. One KO? shot KO, so that's four injuries. Ooh. All right. Um... Alright, um, back to the top of the order. This, uh, Rotom is out for blood. It's going to Thundershock, uh, the Vivian. Uh, three, and the AC is two. So as long as the Vivian has an evasion of two. Um, two. Got it. That, you dodged. That's, that's enough. Uh, misses the, the Thundershock, yes. Alright. Oh, and everybody takes a tick of hit points now, because... Goof nope. off is fainted. Did the Rotom take a hit, a tick of hit points? Uh, it's been taking a tick uh, before every attack, yes. Okay. He's just like, come on, drummer, you can aim better than that. And, uh, uh, Daramaka once again lights its fist on fire and throws a heavy punch. This time it rolled a 16 to hit. That'll hit. AC's two. Okay. How does 44 fire physical damage do? 44 fire physical damage. So the, uh, it knocks this Rotam... Rotam. 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 I gotta it, go uh, Rotam my lawn. Uh, it knocks it uh, right out of the lawnmower, and uh, the punch sends it right into the freezer. Um, And, you know, we're even going to say that... Uh, some of that damage is going to carry over to the refrigerator. Um, and uh, this, uh, uh, the refrigerator Rotom has already taken an injury. Hmm. Uh, while it's over there, can uh, Ezra chuck a Pokeball at it? Will that be effective against this particular Rotom? Um, as a GM, I'm going to say no. Okay. <laughs> Oh, the um. power of a GM. Lisa <laughs> uh, will, again, uh, do a cheer. Um, specifically, crying out, don't stop now. Um, so all allies in the field gain temporary hit points equal to your charm rank and become excited. So Get what is... pumped. <laughs> so what's Louise's charm rank? Um, it is expert. Perfect, so everyone gains 5 HP. Nice. Very good. That puts me over my max. And, okay. and you actually keep it because it's temporary XP. Wow, nice. Ezra says, that's more like it. And pulls out his guitar and plays another discordant chord, blasting it towards uh, the Rotom. So aiming with supersonic. He rolls a 9, and the AC is 6. Um, it misses. Alright, that means that the Rotom suffers a minus two penalty to accuracy rolls for one full round. Okay. Um, help me remember that, because I don't quite know where to put it right now. <laughs> Alright. Okay. Um, Meg is going to use Struggle Bug. So, um, 18 for accuracy. That'll hit. I got 23 total. 23, and what kind of is this? This is physical? Um, bug special. Bug special, okay. Um, 
Alright, so 23. Um, it takes uh, 2 damage. This one's a beefy boy. Mm-hmm. Um, meaning it's now the Rotom's turn. And it's going to return an attack to, to the Vivian uh, with a Thundershot. Uh, let's see, it's a 7. The AC is 2. I believe that should hit, right? That's going to be... Uh, 27, uh, special, uh, special, uh, bug damage. Or, sorry, not bug, why did I say bug? Uh, special electric damage on your Vivian. Yikes. I'm down to 24, um, and a half HP then for that. 25. (laughs) (laughs) Come on back, Goof-Off, you did a great job! Alright, Rough Around, it's your turn. Rough Around is a Cubone. Uh, and All I right. am going to use the second instance of Fling that I can use this scene to chuck that Pokeball straight at the Rotom. Okay. Throw throw the accuracy. Uh, four, the AC is two. Uh, that will miss. Uh, Alright. Alright. Uh, Rough Around! Use Bone Club! Come on. Oh, 16. The AC is 5. That'll hit. Alright. Um, this is going to do a fair amount of damage. 32 ground physical damage. The Bone uh, the bone Club uh, swings uh, right beneath the uh, Rotom and uh, just sails past it. Oh, what? Because what? uh because uh Rotom has levitate. Oh no. shoot. It's a ground type. Alright, so what we'll do here is we will go ahead and use Stu Blizzard. And so in this in this uh closed space it's going to probably hit all the Pokemon. Well, good news for all all y'all. I rolled a two, and the AC is seven, so we'll resist it. <laughs> so all of our Pokemon resisted an extra what? An extra step. All right, so that's going to be twenty-five, thirty-five, forty-six ice special damage. Darumaka takes one damage. Ooh, boy. Uh, my Vivian is out. I will release my pet little Joe. Okay, your pet little Joe. Awesome. And what's the speed of uh, Joe? Uh, is it Joe? Oh, yeah, Joe. There we go. I got it. I got it. Yeah. Ezra uh, lays out a blast of horrible sound on his guitar. He rolls a 15 for using Screech okay. on the uh, Rotom. Okay. So the Rotom loses two combat stages in defense. Got it. And, uh, and then he says, keep on hammering him, drummer. Don't give up now. And so drummer rushes across the room and throws another fire punch, which absolutely misses. <laughs> how how much two. absolutely? Well, two. two. Yeah. All right. Um, Joe is going to do Mega Drain. And I got a seven accuracy for that. So. Okay, that hits. Okay, and then I got a 31 for damage. 
Um, you drain off uh, some uh, uh, some HP from this, uh, throwing um, this one out of the freezer. The freezer crashes to the floor, uh, and then it uh, shoots into the oven. It and... makes this a delicious cake. <laughs> an, an old cake. An, an old gâteau. <laughs> Um, and so now it is, uh, um, now that it is in the oven, uh, form, uh, it's going to use Astonish against you, uh, it'll use Astonish against, uh, the pet roll. Uh, that's a crit. Uh, 16, 29, uh, physical ghost damage on pet roll. And pet roll's flinched. Dang, I'm good at those flinch rolls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have I had an astonisher that hasn't? No, I, I have because I've done it a few times. Yeah. Robot man, that astonisher is flinching really nicely. Uh, <laughs> is indeed. <laughs> so I am going to uh, use a super potion on Rough Around. Okay. Um, that forfeits his turn. Nope, I have medic training. Oh, never mind. So it does okay. not. Uh, then Rough Around is going to use headbutt. Rough Around, use headbutt. Alright, uh, roll for accuracy. Nat 20! Nice. <laughs> nice. It so flinches, too. It flinches as well because of headbutt. Yes. Alright, uh, and tell you what, uh, that headbutt is so strong, I'm not even going to have you roll damage. It knocks, uh, this Rotam, Rotam, <laughs> this Rotam again. Uh, <laughs> it knocks <laughs> this Rotam. Gets knocked right out of that toaster oven, and it gets knocked down into that damn dear washing machine. <laughs> um. Uh, so let's go ahead and do that. So now that it's in the washing machine, um, who's on the field? We got um, rough around. We got the pet little, and we got drummer. Drummer. All right. Um. Not liking what uh, Drummer has in store, uh, this uh, Rotom uh, attacks Drummer with a Hydro Pump. Doesn't it have to flinch? Yeah, it's, isn't it flinch from Headbutt? Um, tell you what, yes, it does have a flinch. Ezra actually, uh, seeing that we've jumped over to a washing machine, returns Drummer. That's good of you, Drummer. Now let's let, the, let's let guitarist take the field again. So he throws out his Elekid guitars and says... Let's knock that old washing machine over with a shockwave. All right. The blast with a shockwave. That is a nat 20. <laughs> okay. Uh, 62 electric special damage. Electric special damage. Uh, okay, and that's without the multiplier yet, right? Yep, that's without the multiplier. All right. Although, uh, since it's water, there is no multiplier, but still, that is... Uh, quite the hit. It, in fact, it knocks uh, the Rotam... Ro- <laughs> I keep saying it. Rotam. Uh, this darn Rotam gets itself knocked yeah. out of that there, that there washer there. And uh, without appliances to go to, you just see the regular electric ghost Rotom in front of you. Uh, Ezra fires another blast of confusing sound at him, but this misses again, so it has a minus two to accuracy rolls for one full round. Okay, uh, please, uh, please, uh, remind me about that. Of course not. Alright. Oh boy, okay. Um, let's go ahead and do... Did I do... I didn't do Don't Stop Now yet. No, no. Nope. Right, okay. Cool, let's do that. Um... So Louisa starts 
wolf like wildly waving her arms in the air and chanting that. Um, all allies on the field gain temporary hit points equal to um, charm rank and become excited. Let me check my charm rank again. That was, was next part. Yep. Yeah. Five. Cool. I dig it. I like a shovel. <laughs> um, so I'm going to use Mega Drain and I got 15 for accuracy. Uh, that'll hit. Okay, and then 30 damage. Grass 30. special. Grass special. Okay. That's going to do 17 damage. I do, uh, does not gain an injury. Uh, let's math at this. Uh, the Rotom uh, is going to respond to... Uh, um, is actually going to focus in on um, Rough Around and Astonish it. This is a kid show. <laughs> what? <laughs> did, I, did I say something inappropriate? No. No, you didn't. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's a three. What is uh, Rough Around's um, evasion? Four. Uh, that'll definitely do it. So uh, Rough Around is not astonished. Ah. I'm unimpressed. <laughs> Still got Levitate, doesn't it? Still has Levitate, and this is a ghost-type Pokemon now. Yeah. I say, can Rough Around even touch it? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so... All right, rough around. Come on back. Uh, Holy so gag, you're up. So, All right, this is the this is the spritzy. This is the spritzy. What is the spritzy gonna do? Not a ground type move. Not a normal type move. So, lolly gag. Use fairy wind. That is a 16 with an AC of two. That'll hit. Yep. 27 special fairy damage. Alright, this uh, Rotom has just barely taken an injury. Um, top of the order, then. Um, it is going to uh, now try to astonish um, Lollygag. Uh, it's an 8 with an AC of 2. 2, yes, that'll hit. Okay. Uh, 22 ghost physical damage on to Lollygag. Ezra will return guitarist. Okay. And says, Come on out, manager, let's finish this. Alright, manager. Hit this Rotom with Bubble Beam. Manager rears back and fires out a jet of bubbles, which miss because I rolled a 5 and the HC is 2. And special. Um, no, that'll hit. Okay. Yep. That hits. So it did 31 water special damage. So it just just has the one the one injury still, but it is not looking good. All right, and I don't think since I returned a Pokemon and released another one, I don't think I have an available turn to throw a Pokeball. Um, yep, that's right. Okay, so that's all Ezra can do. Okay, um, I'll have Louise go first and use Baby Doll Eyes. Um, so it lowers the target's attack by one. Okay. And with my pet little, um, I will do absorb this time. Okay. Roll for accuracy. Um, I got a 16. Uh, that'll hit. I got 38 for um, damage. 
So uh, bubbles uh, come from green bubbles come from this Rotom, and it is uh, it loses its light. In fact, it just kind of uh, zips back into the TV where it sits to uh, to recover, if you will. Uh, the Rotom is painted. And with that, uh, the entire mansion uh, goes dark. And, um, you know, throughout this whole, uh, throughout the whole uh, uh, adventure you've had thus far, it's been well lit and it's looked like a really nice mansion. But you notice that there's uh, all of a sudden this, this grunge uh, in the faint, very, very faint light. Uh, you see there's this uh, grunge that's uh, all around the entire mansion. So there's lots of Arcanines? <laughs> Lots of growlers all over the mansions. Yes. <laughs> yes. That is adorable. It's, 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 ama- it's amazing you didn't recognize them before. Somewhat. Alright. Like, well, I think we've taken care of all we can here. Maybe it's time to head out. Um, so I'm going to assume you guys are making your, your way out of the uh, the mansion, and as I said, uh, you you uh, make your way uh, around uh, the outer edge of the foyer, which now you see that there are actually uh, holes in the floor that would lead straight down to the uh, to the ground. If you, in fact, if you're not too careful, you'd fall into them. Uh, there are a few missing stairs as you make your way down, and um, that statue that was looking at you, Ezra, um, isn't really there. It's it still has the vague form of a Lucario, but its arms are missing and some ears are knocked off. But you do notice uh, something that you didn't notice before. Uh, would you like to observe that any further? Sure. As you approach the statue, uh, you uh, notice that there is a, a little gray Pokemon that's kind of hiding behind it and uh, is actually kind of looking a little bit uh, afraid. Ezra crouches down and says, It's all right. Everything's taken care of in here. You can come on out. We won't hurt you. 19 for charm. 19 for charm. Okay, so this Pokemon comes out from uh, from behind the statue right away. And um, either give me a Pokemon education or pull out your Pokedex. He pulls out his Pokedex and scans it quick. All right. Mischievous. A Pokemon that startles people in the middle of the night. It gathers fear as its energy. And so it comes out and kind of looks at you happily and just kind of looks around and doesn't seem to be very pleased with its uh, surroundings. Aren't you an interesting one? How's your singing voice? Um, She lets out a kind of like a wail and a little bit of a screech. (laughs) (laughs) It'll work. It'll work. We've got some hard hitters already. You'd be good to, to head him up. What do you say? can get you out of this place if you come along with me. Well, play to the best sites, I'm certain of it. I assume you're holding out a Pokeball for her? He pulls out a Pokeball at this point, yes. Alright. And she looks at it and decidedly uh, taps the the button, I guess? <laughs> I'm not sure how it goes to do that necessarily, but taps <laughs> the button, turns into a red ball of energy and uh, goes into the ball. Uh, you've caught a level... Uh, level uh, 15 female mischievous. As you leave, you look at the mansion one last time, and it looks familiar, but at the same time, different. 
The statues that flank the now crumbling stone staircase are broken and unrecognizable. The sides of the building are covered in vine and moss. You're, you're not even sure there are windows. Parts of the roof are sagging and one of the doors is slightly ajar. In fact, Louisa, you swear you see a small, dark, uh, ashy figure with the faintest uh, specks of red eyes holding the door open. But you don't give it a second thought, wanting to leave as soon as you can. Uh, but then you, you all turn around and see a break in the trees and a faint uh, light shining through. You walk through the opening and finally uh, find a resting place and the destination of your next adventure, Eterna City. Well, that was fun. <laughs> Never going through there again. And uh, that's all I have for you, folks. Um, so let me just say uh, thank you first to all of my uh, co-hosts for helping me out with this episode. Uh, I actually have never DM'd anything before uh, or GM'd anything before, so this was uh, quite an experience. Um, Michael, I'm sorry for the editing that you're going to have to do. And, uh, <laughs> but uh, thank you. I do want to say thank you to uh, Lydia and Nick and Michael for taking the time to make new characters and uh, for helping me out with this. I think this was uh, a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a little yeah, cool. was That fun. was cool. Good, good. Um, and uh, I also uh, need to... I can't uh, go without saying this. Uh, my buddy, uh, Linian, uh, at least that's what he goes by in the Puckle Podcast, he is uh, big into PTU, and while I did a lot of the fluff stuff, a lot of the story aspects of this, he is, like, 95% uh, to say... Uh, to give thanks to for uh, the crunch. Uh, he helped make uh, the, the Rotom boss battle. He helped make uh, just... Uh, he helped with uh, Lydia's character and getting a lot of that, that taken care of. Uh, really, he was the behind-the-scenes star of the show, so thank you very much, and we're going to see what we can do about getting you on the show sometime. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, all right, so I suppose uh, now with that, um, I'm, uh, I'm going to say that I am Paul, and uh, you can find me as uh, um, at Prof Snag on Twitter. And check me out in the tap room. Give me a shout-out if you like this. Uh, if you didn't like this, uh, pretend that you did. <laughs> and uh, I guess with that, though, I guess I have to release uh, Nick from his hypnosis. So, uh, Nick, I'll count backwards from three, and when I snap my fingers, you'll come out of your hypnosis. And All right, this resume. is supposed to be happening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, three, two, one. Thank you for joining us this week. You can find us online at tapestryradio.org slash Pokemon-Rollout, on Twitter at Podcast, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash Rollout. Also, follow our network at twi- on Twitter at Tapestry Radio, and check out some of our other great shows at TapestryRadio.org, like Intermission and Michael and Ethan in a Room with Scotch. A special thank you to Rocco W. for our theme music, Electric Donkey Muscles. Once again, I'm Nick, and one of these days I will post at my Twitter at PokeRollNick. Uh, I'm Michael, and you can find me on Twitter at M-G-L-I-L-I-E-N-T-H-A-L, uh, as well as in the Pokemon Rollout Tap Room. And I am Lydia, and you can find me in the tap room, um, as well as on Twitter at LIL underscore Shadow8. If you like what we do here every other week on Pokemon Rollout, and especially at these special episodes, tell a friend, retweet us, and especially please rate us on iTunes. We really appreciate it. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you later. We'll catch you later.
chair. Holy cow, did someone just get murdered? <laughs> <laughs> Yikes! This game too spooky. Too real! We have, too we have real! Own, we have our own uh, built-in ambiance here. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness, this chair. Making sure I'm awake. Right. That's right, yes. Alright, time really we good. don't hear from Lydia for a while, Nick. Just... <laughs> Right. <laughs> Say hi to the Rotom. I mean, um... Sorry. Stop spoiling it! <laughs> uh, okay, so, uh, then... Uh, that's fine. Um, Eliza is flinched. So... Uh, not Eliza. Louisa? Louisa, gosh, words, hard. Uh, hi. <laughs> We're getting there. We're wrapping up. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> There was the chair. <laughs> oh, I was like, what on earth? <laughs> <laughs> like, Michael's just slowly losing it. Just, um, just slowly? Losing? <laughs> I thought it was it? lost. <laughs> <laughs> just? Michael? Question mark. <laughs> Okay, so now that we've, that we've uh, clarified that we've all lost it, uh, what's going on? Louisa, get a Pokemon out of the field. <laughs> I thought you said Mike at, instead of Might at first. And so uh, I was like, song of Mike. Song Wait, of no. Mike? Who's Mike? <laughs> yeah. Where did he come? Is, that like, Big, is that like Bigby's hand? <laughs> right, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but we have no idea who Mike is. Not a clue. <laughs> Alright, um, Meg, the Vivian, your turn. Uh, Ezra hasn't gone yet, either. Mm. Um, then Ezra, the person, <laughs> it's your turn. <laughs> Alright, so let's see if you picked up on anything. Um, the first perception check that you did that I was a little surprised you were that successful with, do you know what that was supposed to be for? No, I have no idea. Uh... Uh, if you had been more successful on, like, the Pokemon education check, uh, you would have, uh, found a shaman. Uh. Or, like, you would have even, like, or if you would have been slightly better, you would have just seen some odd flowers, but not, it would have just been like, oh, here are some flowers. <laughs> hmm. Um, and then if you actually would have recognized you would have been like, oh, it's a shaman, then it would have flown away. <laughs> um. <laughs> In the, the painting, there was a Gengar, and, like, in the games, it's, this is a reference because, um, in, in the Pokemon Mansion, uh, there is a, uh, picture that, in the game, act like, its eyes follow you if you move left and right and stuff. Okay. And so, I decided, like, if you would've, if you would've interacted with that painting one more time, it would've been a battle with a Gengar and would've, uh, called, like, a Gastlion to help as well. Um, and then, um... The one room that you guys didn't go into mm -hmm. uh, was the library, and uh, there's supposed to be hints for a uh, like a manual for a washing machine, a stove, a lawnmower, and for the healing machine. Yeah, so if you would have gone in there and and uh, read those books, we would have given you a uh, plus one to all education checks, and then a, specifically a plus one to tech, which would have further helped you fix the machine. Mmm. Gotcha. So, um, and then, uh, the, the little dark figure at the end, uh, that was a, uh, a Marshadow, like the Pokemon that was actually just released, uh, to the games uh, in America today. So. Mm hmm. 
So, those are all the secrets. <laughs> Obscurantism and obfuscation. Orally observed, gentle listener, obviated objects of oblivion obambulating about, offered unto you in the Tapestry Radio Network. Tapestryradio.org, from our fancy to yours. <laughs> <laughs>